I think today's readings get back at us to place ourselves into the story, into the lives of the characters that we've read about. Now, I promise you, I'm not going to pass out any locusts for you to eat. And I don't expect any of you to have to wear camel hair clothing, at least not at this Mass. So let's explore for a moment how we might emulate John the Baptist. What is our role in preparing the way of the Lord? We are all called to acknowledge the gifts that God has given us and think about how we can use these gifts to help others to know of God's love for each one of us. Each one of us is called to a special task. In that job, that vocation, if you will, is to open a path, allowing God to do his work. That is what John the Baptist did. He prepared the way of the Lord. John's message is what attracted people to the desert. It was certainly not his outward appearance, locust in his teeth, dirty camel hair clothing, all surrounded by a sandy desert. Might our first thought be, I'm not sure I want to be involved with this person. A similar thing kind of happened to me several years ago. I was on a business trip in St. Louis, and at the bottom of the big arch, there's a chapel, a church there. So I went to Mass on Sunday morning, and after I got out of Mass, I was walking back to the hotel where I was staying, and a homeless lady came out of, I don't know where, but she started walking right beside me, not saying a word, just walking, I mean side by side. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, what's up with this? She didn't say anything, so finally I said, can I help you? She said, I'm hungry. So I was determined I wasn't going to just pass out money. So I invited her to have breakfast with me. At, there was a Starbucks right there, half a block away. Now, her appearance, she certainly could have been joined with John the Baptist today. And when we got into Starbucks, we got a lot of stares. And I glaringly stared back at those who were staring at us. So, she was indeed hungry, but the main thing that she wanted was to share her story of why she was homeless. She could have enjoyed living in a beautiful home with a very abusive husband, but she would rather be on the street. And then knowing, unknowingly, she ministered to me that day. The lesson was, don't judge someone by appearance. Take the time to listen. What you hear may be enlightening. We all need to be ministered to at times by others as well as us ministering to them. That we can't do God's work. We can only help. We cannot save people 
Only God can do that. All he asks of us is to be willing to allow him to enter into the tasks that he has assigned us. We simply prepare the way by our actions. We show our concern, our love for others, by helping them become aware of God's unimaginable care for us because he desires us to be with him. God does the heavy lifting, the work of changing hearts to come to know and to love him. Several years ago, in one of my homilies, I asked everyone present to do something right then at Mass. Some of you may remember, but I'm sure there's several of you here that were not here when I did that. So I want to ask again right now. I would like each one of you to look at the person next to you. This will take a few minutes, a few seconds rather. I don't want you to look, just look at the person. I want you to look at a few people. And I don't want you to look at them. I want you to look in their eyes lovingly. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I said that. <laughs> okay, time's up. Now, do you know what you just did? You just looked into the eyes of someone that God loves very much. Each and every one of you. And sometimes it's that, even though it's a small effort, it's that listening, that look of love, that may be all we're asked to do for our task for today, to prepare the way of the Lord. And yes, at times it can be that simple. God continues to transform the hearts of those who allow him into their lives. This is the good news of this gospel today. It was then, and it still is today. He can change our hearts when we acknowledge our sinfulness and our desire to be reconciled. As a sacramental church, that is the reason that we have the sacrament of penance, or the sacrament of reconciliation, as it is called. God forgives and forgets. All we're asked to do is forgive. He knows how difficult it is to be for us to forgive as well. Or to forget, I'm sorry. Now I'll share a little fact with you. A few weeks ago, <clears throat> I had the occasion to go to confession to Father Jack Downs. I shared the fact that at times I felt I probably wasn't being all that I could be as a deacon. Mainly because I, I get tired easily. He asked my age. 
And when I told him I was 75, he said, well, that's the retirement age for the clergy of the Diocese of Ogdensburg. I said, well, I don't want to do that just yet. I just don't want to feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel bad about not being able to do as many things as I was doing before. Now, he looked at me, smiled, and said, just what I needed to hear. What he told me was, Jim, you know that God loves you so intimately. From the moment you were born, he had his plan laid out for you. And all that you've been through to this point in your life, your marriage, your military time, owning your own business for 30-some years, to your diaconate studies, has been your training for this. But I guess at times we all need to be reminded that God loves us unconditionally. This reminder, when we hear it, dispels any anxiety that we might have. And <clears throat> that's how each and every one of us should feel when we come out of the confessional after receiving the sacrament of penance. Now, if you check today's bulletin, you will see that next Monday on the 18th, we will have, you all will have an opportunity to receive the sacrament of reconciliation. It is wonderful and we need it. We all have to say yes to prepare his way, his path. My friends, when we recognize our shortcomings, our failed attempts, our sins, and then desire to be reconciled, God will do his work in our lives. There are times when all we need to think about what we can do to prepare the way. I believe it needs to start with recognizing the dignity and the humanity of every single person that we meet. We need to find out, find the respect for each other to stop the divisive attitudes that are so prevalent today. No matter what our path is in life, we have to recognize that no one, no one of us is the primary worker. It is God, God alone. If we simply clear his path, he will be able to do the heavy work. Amen.